welcome to Plus Stories. I am here with the Mr. Chris Collins, um, and we are, excuse, I'm sorry, Dr. Chris Collins. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. That's a big thing. Um, we are standing here in Miller Plaza on a beautiful day, um, and we're going to chat with Chris and hear a little about who he is as a person and what he does. Um, so thanks for hanging out with me yeah. for a little while. Absolutely. Um, so, Chris, I wanted to kind of start out with not necessarily what you do, but kind of where you grew up, where you come from, and what brought you to Chattanooga. So can you kind of, I know that's a broad question, yeah. but can you start there? Yeah, I, I grew up in Mississippi in a place called Flowood, and uh, and we grew up on a, a lot of land. And um, so, yeah, kind of grew up out in, in nature in the woods mm-hmm. and um, had a really good family uh, life. Mm-hmm. Went to college in Mississippi, uh, got exercise science degree, went to South Carolina to get uh, my doctorate in chiropractic. And then Aaron and I kind of found, um, found Chattanooga on the way back to Mississippi one time on the commute and really fell in love with it. Nice. Did you all spend time in Chattanooga when you were coming on your way back? Or was it? Uh, not, I mean, we sort of, we sort of saw it, interestingly enough, on just Google Maps and had been like, oh, I've never really like stopped in there. And we started checking it out, to check it out, and I kind of looked at the chiropractors in the area to, um, was looking kind of at jobs and things like that, and, uh, and we decided to stop in and then as we were walking around, uh, we went on the walking bridge, and there were like families holding hands, and like their whole the whole family was together, skipping across the bridge. Yeah, it was it was insane. Uh, I think we were yeah there were probably like butterflies like flying around us too. There was some kind of divine moment. Mary I think. Poppins exactly. comes out singing. Yeah, there is yeah it was, it was literally like that. Like it may have been you know like misting glitter too. I don't know. But whatever uh, Chattanooga does to recruit people like that on those days when they know new people are in town, uh, they do a good job of it because we we were like this. It seems like an oasis. So yeah. Nice. And that, how long ago was that? Mm. A couple of years. That was a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, that would have been the summer of 2016. Awesome. Nice. So you grew up in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You said you grew up on a lot of land. Did you all have like a farm out there, or did you just? No, we had. Um, eight acres of land and it was it was all hardwoods so we did have like an acre and a half of garden um and my my parents were both kind of like hippies and uh <laughs> and my dad owned a construction business uh, but on the weekends he would always spend time in the garden so we grew our own vegetables we had our own chickens for a time we had rabbits apparently my mom makes the best rabbit enchiladas Wait. Of, of anyone, I, I think she's the only person who ever makes those at all. But uh, yeah, anyways. Wait, can we Sorry dig for, into that no. a little bit? <laughs> what, I wish what we is could. A rabbit um, yeah. enchilada. Uh, it's it's I mean, just it's an enchilada. It's just like a chicken enchilada, except you use um, rabbit meat. Nice. Yeah. Apparently, it's the tasty. Did you have them? I don't rem- remember or recall. I do know that my um, we stopped having uh, or keeping rabbits. And then also my mom, uh, my mom still made chicken enchiladas, which were awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> she does a really good job. She's a good cook. Sweet. 
sweet. So when you were growing up in Mississippi, what are some of your like fondest memories of growing up, like in the woods? And- yeah, that's basically my entire childhood was pretty much the majority spent outside in the woods. And I had two older brothers. Um, the closest in age to me was Nathaniel, and he was two years older than me. So he and I played a lot. <clears throat> had very conflicting um, interest. He was like really into like playing army, and uh, and I was really into baby animals. But I was like, let's pretend like we're animals. And he was like, let's pretend like we're shooting each other. It's like, you seem very aggressive. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So some of my fondest memories are actually playing with my brother and like having constant like conflict and relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Just really interesting. If I talked to him about that, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> conflict is good. But anyway. Teaches you how to resolve things, right? All the time, yeah. Yeah, we had we used to have a, um, a, like a maid that would um, watch after us on certain days when my mom would be working for the business for my dad. And I remember one time uh, we had <laughs> we had some argument. My brother and I were walking on the backside of the land with, with um, Judy, and she was kind of watching us. And we got we just like could not get along. And she said, "If you guys don't get along, I'm gonna make you." Um, Get, like hold hands for the rest of the time and then you have to give each other a kiss <laughs> I was like this sound, I don't, I don't know that's that we'll, we'll make up yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out yeah. I understand I had to do that with my brothers too yeah. like guys this sounds terrible yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would rather not <laughs> please don't make me <laughs> we'll pretend to be nice yeah we'll pretend like everything's okay <laughs> until mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. appreciate that for sure so yeah that that was good um grew up doing a lot of fishing and hunting mm. and stuff with my dad really close with my with my both my parents cool so my mom was more of like stay-at-home mom and then she would help out with my dad's business and then my dad was working most of the time but um come home we had family dinners and all that stuff so, sweet yeah. that's awesome do you still do a lot of the outdoor things like the fishing and yeah yeah next week actually uh, is my birthday april 24th happy birthday early yeah yeah um (laughs) april babies are the best babies that's right we are very we are very awesome um yeah my so my dad's taking me fly fishing with blue ridge fly shop i'm super excited so yeah yeah. my good friend chris alazo is is uh hooked us up with a trip and uh and we're super excited cool yeah i hear amazing things about the trips that chris yeah, we're, I think we're going to go on... The, the first one we're doing is the boat. They've got, like, a one where you're waiting. And since I haven't really done a lot of fly fishing, he said... He's like, you guys should probably do the boat with Carson. So cool. that's the one my dad got me. Yeah. So he and I are going to go do that. That's great. Nice. Um, so skipping forward a little bit. Uh, grew up in Mississippi. Where did you go to college? Uh, it's called USM. It was kind of like where all the art kids go. But they had a really good exercise science program. So there's like two main colleges in Mississippi. There's Mississippi State and there's Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi State's more agriculture basis and uh, <clears throat> some other things. And then um, in trades. And then uh, Ole Miss is like, they've got a medical college. They've got a law program, some things like that. So, um, and if you're a, a, a Cowboys fan, Dak Prescott played for Mississippi State. So... That's a little football uh, rivalry there. But <laughs> USM was not like that at all. It was like they had a big music and arts program. 
Um, they have a, a good liberal arts program. And then they had a really good exercise science program when I was there, which is kind of um, how I got sort of on the, this chiropractic route sort of thing, too. Did you go into exercise science thinking you wanted to be a chiropractor, or did that no, come later? Actually, um, funny story, when I started college, I started at a community college. I wanted to go to a um, worship school to play worship mm-hmm. and play guitar and keys and sing, so that's like another passion of mine, but <clears throat> my dad was not about that life. <laughs> he was like, you want to go to a this school that's not credentialed to play music, <laughs> So he, he recommended that I go to a community college and that he would pay for it. And I was like, since I am dependent on you still. <laughs> Tricky, Dad. Yeah, very. Uh, so I decided to go to this community college, and I majored in classical guitar, and um, which was like one of the best decisions I've made because it gave me at 18 when I was like this angsty skateboarder, music, musician kid. Like, it gave me a relaxed way to do college and actually the first year of college going from being like a cdb student um in that order <laughs> um i think i think it it surprised me when i started doing music because i was doing music most of the time but then in english comp and all that i was just like acing all these classes so then like my first my there's a bus over here. Um, so my first semester, I, I had like a 3.5 GPA, and it like blew my mind. It was on the dean's list and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was kind of just blown away by that. And uh, and since then, it just intrigued me to to think like, am I actually a good student? And I just never knew, and I didn't apply myself. And hmm. turns out I was. So I was kind of I got really nerdy after that. Yeah. And then, it, oh, sorry, I was going from there into, um, I did music for a year and a half and then just realized that, like, at, like the options career-wise um, were just, like, music teacher or trainer or something like that. But um, my other passion was was the human body and science and stuff like that. So that's how I got into exercise science at USM. Cool. So exercise science, did you have a certain vision for that? No, going into it or were you just like really, this is interesting I want to study it yeah and learn more. I used to be like a gym rat too um me and my buddies would, would go and like work out every week did you so, play sports as well I know you like skateboard and skateboarded but um never really played sports did like okay. you know I, mainly because I was skateboarding a lot but, yeah um I grew up playing like soccer and stuff like that indoor probably yeah. stopped though in the ninth grade when I started skateboarding but um this bus it's the the toss-up of sitting outside <laughs> yeah. um, yep it's, it's a really nice day out but just take this bus take some of the good things with it yeah um but anyway so I was I was really interested in human performance and things like that mm-hmm. and so um that's that's why I went that route I didn't actually have a like game plan after that so um so yeah, there were a lot of different options for me. So how did that lead into being a chiropractor? So we had probably my second year, or maybe even second semester um, of, of uh, undergrad, we had a guy come to our class and give, he was a chiropractor, and I had actually never had any experience with chiropractic before, mm-hmm. and um, didn't 
literally knew nothing about what they did. Like maybe they're a back doctor. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know what that means. They pop and your back, right? I, I didn't like... even. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. that I heard that. I just had heard some weird things that I didn't. I didn't have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So, but the way that he talked about health was really intriguing to me, and it was mainly from this holistic versus mechanistic side, mm-hmm. or vitalistic versus mechanistic, and essentially um, going about the body like it's a machine versus going about the body like it's a dynamic living organism, mm-hmm. and. Um, that was super intriguing to me growing up with parents who like were not big into like taking medicine they're really you know big into you know doing some natural um, ways of just like rest and eating well and things like that so um it spoke to me a lot in that way and then from there I just kind of it's not like I was sold on it like for that's you know at that moment that's what I wanted to do but I did go and see that guy and um I got you know my spine checked he adjusted me but like I even then I was like jury's not out on it I wasn't like life-changing yeah um and then actually when it came to the end of my um program the exercise science program we had to shadow professions and I went to shadow this same chiropractic office that he worked in however he had moved to Denver and then I was um shadowing these other guys and I just wasn't really impressed it was like they had electrical stimulation they had like ice they had all these things that were just pain management tools yeah and it just I was like eh. and it, it seemed like a big insurance game mm-hmm. I didn't know like if they were just like convincing people that they were getting more I, I don't know. So I was I was kind of at a toss up. I'd kind of given up on the profession at that point. Like this is really not what I want to do. So. And then, so you became a chiropractor. Well. <laughs> Eventually. Before that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a conversation um, with my mentor because when I graduated, I was really sort of lost on that mm-hmm. idea. I was like, man, I really thought this was going to be the thing, and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, looked at going uh, to medical school to teach. And um, <clears throat> had a mentor reach out to me and was like, you should maybe just shadow another chiropractor. And that's sort of what changed everything. Yeah. Nice. So, skipping forward a little bit more after that. So, you became a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Were you practicing that in Mississippi? You were in Mississippi this entire time, right? Uh, For the most part. I was in Mississippi before I went to chiropractic college. Okay. I had to go to South Carolina to go to chiropractic college. Okay. And then you moved to Chattanooga after that, right? Yes. Yeah. So what are some of the things, now that you've been in Chattanooga a couple of years, um, you're married to Aaron. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you and Aaron love about Chattanooga? We love um, the outdoors. We love the... Uh, aesthetic of the whole city it's like just a beautiful city to live in um, there's so much to look at like you can stand at the lookout on Hunter or be at the top of or be at Fraser Avenue and just see so much in one like commute to work so there's there's just like the be- the how beautiful the city is is really appealing and I think like the small business community mm-hmm. the just like little bubble of you know how this like city ticks is really mm-hmm. lovely yeah this may be a bit of a big question mm-hmm. and so if you can keep it it's easy to answer answer if it's not we'll ask it a different way 
but so you started your own business here mm-hmm. in Chattanooga. What is one of the misconceptions you had about starting a business, and did that turn out to be something you learned from, or did you just end up changing your thinking about it? Yeah, I think for me, I, I knew that it would be difficult, and actually going in, I would not have gone into it had I not already wrestled with the fact that if this doesn't work, it's going to be embarrassing to like fail. Mm. Um, am, is it worth doing? Is it worth failing? Like, or is it worth essentially just going out of business if we can't make it? Mm. And to me, it was. And it was just something where I, I felt like it, like, strongly enough that it would work um, if I put in the work and, you know, just did what I thought was, you know, meaningful and, and important for the community. But, um, but yeah, it was scary going in, like, just looking at it and being like, this could totally. Like, I could put all this money in, um, take a risk, and it's a big risk, and, uh, like, really expecting nothing in return, and, um, yeah, so, I I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does, yeah, and I think, like, you just celebrated your first birthday for Novel, which is amazing. Yeah, So, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. We were super pumped about that. (laughs) We are, we are too. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. So, you've been doing this a year. Um, what is one of your main takeaways um, from that? I think the main takeaway, especially for like a, us being new business owners, because I've been doing chiropractic, um, I was doing it in South Carolina before, and it kind of answers your other question. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just going from practicing to being a business owner, um, the main takeaway is that starting this and like being new to it there are so many like learning opportunities so it's just that whole process of of having to learn some things the hard way and and sacrificially sometimes you lose out on some some things but they teach you a lot in the beginning um i think the lessons learned from like the hardship and then to like come around in our first year and our banker was kind of like we had a conversation with him and he's like you know, actually, you guys are doing really good. And it, it's like, when you're in your first year of business, you're like, dang, like, it feels super hard still. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know it does, but you, like, for a new business, this looks really good. And I was like, okay, sweet. But <laughs> because awesome. I have nothing to compare it to. Sure. And so um, that was a good takeaway to just have some people in your life, you know, that are mentors to you that are able to speak to that and say, what you guys are doing is different. What you're doing is good. And mm-hmm. the community needs you. That's awesome. That's super encouraging (laughs) to hear, right? Yeah. Very cool. Um, So one last question for you. Sure. Um, Outside of work and novel and you guys just killing it at your business between you and Aaron, what is the thing about your life that you're most excited about? The thing about my life that I'm most excited about is probably, and this is pretty typical for me, is like the vision moving forward. Mm -hmm. I have to very uh, intentionally put myself in the present because I'm constantly thinking about what the potential is Mm. so um, moving forward for us it's kind of like what is next for my industry something I'm really passionate about is just connecting people that are traditionally like skeptical of chiropractic to something that makes a lot of sense and we serve a lot of that community most of our clients are are uh, have never had experience with chiropractor much like how I had been yeah and um, connecting the dots for them and saying like I was in a place where I was skeptical and it didn't make sense for me 
and then all of a sudden everything clicked and I found something that really makes sense and really makes an impact. Um, I think connecting like the uh, industry to that as a whole for people is super important to me. So that's sort of what I'm really excited about is people getting help from something that before they would have like not been willing to do, but having a safe place to find that and someone who's willing to take the time, you know, to, to connect them with that. Cool. And I've heard that from multiple people, too, that have talked to you or visit you and say, like, I was really skeptical about going to a chiropractor, and Chris was able to connect the dots for me and, like, yeah. show me how it can be effective and change yeah. my life, really, yeah. um, which is amazing. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you yeah. for hanging out with thank me. Thank you. Good to hear a little bit more of your story, because I know we don't talk a ton, so great to, great to hear more, yeah. and thanks so much. Absolutely.